This is the Applied Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Broman from Legally Wise Women. This podcast is about how the challenges in our lives often create our biggest transformations. And it's about taking the support, power and skill of the legal aspects of those challenges to become legally wise. In this episode, I introduce you to Sam. Uh, Samira Singh is her full name and she is a money mindset coach, business strategist and podcast host of In Her Successful Shoes. So sit back and enjoy this episode with Sam. Good evening, Samira. How are you this evening? Hi. I am good, Jackie. How are you doing? Still morning for me in the UK, but uh, it is such a pleasure to be with you here on your amazing podcast across, literally across the seven seas. It is. And it's it's so wonderful, firstly, that, you know, we can talk halfway around the world. It always blows my mind that, you know, we can find people that we connect with so far away, but also to be able to have someone of your caliber come on and talk to our audience um, about something a little bit different, but it certainly relates because you're very much in money mindset coaching. Um, and I think that it's going to be really good for our audience to sort of take a lot of what you teach for money mindset and apply it to legal decision-making and other crises that people have with a legal element. Cause I'm sure that you come across people with money problems as well. Yes, exactly. And uh, I I personally feel that when pe- people are going through money problems and or when they're going through legal problems, there are a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is, of course, the process they go through. There is this uh, ex- hesitancy to go out and get help, especially mm-hmm. for women. Also, uh, very sadly, uh, there's a sense of almost shame Mm. people find it as shameful to say that I'm in debt or I can't I'm having money problems as they find that oh uh, I need legal help Uh, either they can be on both the sides of the aisle there's almost as if a sense of shame and even though you may have not done anything wrong or even if you'd made a mistake there's this shame which stops you from rectifying it and the second part, of course, is the fact that a lot of legal troubles, they do come from uh, money-related issues. It could be something which you are due, something which your creditors didn't pay you, uh, problems with your credit card companies, or uh, fam- family issues like state and inheritance, uh, and something which I know that uh, you are very deeply involved in helping women. Yes, so true. Um, And thank you for drawing those parallels because you're absolutely right. And um, I also think that, you know, when someone's having a large, large legal challenge, there's often, even if the challenge is not directly about their financial, there is often a large financial impact of whatever the decision is going to be as well. So can you talk a little bit around how you help people through looking at decision-making and what sort of information and I suppose mindset shifts that they might need to take as well or consider when they're looking to make the right decision? Yeah. So I think the first thing which I always encourage people, like when you need help, is when you have a niggling issue, 
which is not going away. And I'm sure it's the same thing which you advise your legal clients that when there's an issue and a part of us, uh, especially as women, we've always been non-confrontational. We want things to just go away, like, you know, put my magic wand and that annoyance will just go away. But the first indication for me that uh, when you need help and from my own experience is when you have an issue which is niggling and which is not going away and which has actually which has started impacting your own well-being in the sense that you're thinking about it, it is stressing you, uh, it is always in your thoughts. To me, that that uh, for with money is the first indication that you uh, need help and you work with someone who specializes in it. And this happens at all levels. It's not only that this is something which happens that if you're earning certain uh, less mm -hmm. than certain amount or you are, uh, it wouldn't happen uh, when you're earning a lot. People at every income level, they can have worries about money which are very specific to them. Mm. So for me, that is the biggest indication that yes, I need help and I need to go and speak to someone. Mm. And then when uh, people come to speak to me, my first uh, uh, indication is to understand that what are the issues? So because I I do a lot of money mindset uh, coaching, I do try to understand what is the issue, uh, why, what are they stuck in? So it may be something as simple as that they are in an income plateau, they're a businesswoman or they're in an income plateau and they want to break through that income plateau and they've tried all the business strategies, but they're not working. Or it may be more severe, like they, you, they are, they are, they're worried that they'll never ever have money and it is impacting their the decisions they're making in their life or in their loved one's life. So the first step, of course, is find out what is the issue and try to get like a superficial understanding of where this issue is coming from and then I always advise them that what are the parts that I can help them with so yes I can help them with the money mindset part I can help them with changing their beliefs I can also to an extent help them uh, coach them on how they can manage their money better but they may need this is where I need people like you or people who specialize in debt that if it, if it requires a more specialized knowledge in a certain field, I tell them that, yes, I can help you with this part, but you need to speak to a, like a lawyer or if, if you're in a money trouble or if you are a lot in debt, you have charities uh, in the UK. I'm sure you have them in Australia mm -hmm. also. You need to go and speak to them and get uh, advice on how you can manage your debt and agree a plan with them because that's not something which um, I uh, specialize in or I can't help I can help them and I'm very honest about it mm. and then it comes down to the fact that uh, you if they're working with me that where are these beliefs coming from a um, lot of these beliefs are subconscious and uh, uh, as uh, you know the most of our subconscious beliefs are formed by the time we reach age of seven because of the information our subconscious brain has uh, absorbed of course some of them are formed after the age of seven but most of them are by the time we reach the age of seven and uh, then it is like going to that uh, memories or going through those beliefs that where did this belief came from what was the trigger for it maybe they saw their parents fight for money or maybe they never had their father around because he was working three shifts a day or maybe they saw their parents go through a bit of separation where uh, alimony and uh, custody was an issue. 
and they think that money is bad or money is source of dispute or money is hard to come. Once I know what uh, is the sub limiting belief that they have and where it came from, we work on flipping them into empowering beliefs. So we basically uh, see, for example, if their biggest belief is uh, that money is hard to come by, we flip it into empowering belief like money is easy to come. Or, but it will be different for uh, everyone. Mm. It would be like, it depends on what's empowering to me, would be very different from what's empowering to you. And then we do a lot of work on how they can tell a new story and for this empowering belief. And this empowering beliefs becomes their main belief. A lot of work which I do is uh, evidence-based. So we basically, I tell them that, oh, now look for the evidence that this empowering belief is true. Mm -hmm. So the evidence can be like, it, you start slow, right? So you don't automatically see that evidence would be someone has transferred thousand mm -hmm. pounds in your bank account. The like, see like, oh, I got a discount on my coffee or someone bought me lunch. These for all of these are basically like evidence that this kind of support your new belief that money is easy to come. And I tell them that you create something which you call as a evidence journal. And you can basically start writing every day that money comes easily to me because this, 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 and make a challenge. And it can, of course, be like, doesn't have to be written. It can be on your phone. And make a challenge that every day you will have at least, um, you'll see at least three evidence to begin with. Then you slowly increase it to seven next week, and then you increase it to 15. And there's a science behind it because our brain makes beliefs on basis, both conscious and subconscious, mm -hmm. on basis of what evidence it is seeing and it's it's almost mm -hmm. a bit like law that mm -hmm. you see the evidence or you know when you go to the jury you give them evidence and they make their they make their uh, uh, decision. decision on basis of that on that yeah. you they basically you 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 and that's how you train your brain because right now your brain is just seeing evidence of your subconscious belief that money is hard to come by and then you basically start changing your beliefs like this. And there are a lot of other NLP exercises and other, which you can do to change belief. But this is like the one of the most more common one, which I do because it's very easy to do. And, and in addition to that, the most important part, which I also tell them, is you have to start managing what you're earning now properly. Mm -hmm. So you cannot ever imagine that suddenly you will have a stream of income or suddenly your finances will it may magically become better if you don't start managing what you are earning now very efficiently. Mm. Uh, because that's where the, the process starts. That's where, that's where also you break the patterns that of uh, not having a good relationship with your money because you have to start having a good relationship with money where um, you are. And that starts by managing whatever you're earning. It can be very little, in a, uh, now also it gives you I'm sure uh, which is something which your clients also feel when you start proactively managing what you have now mm -hmm. you also feel a sense of control rather than thinking that someone else is controlling money is, rather than thinking money is controlling you you get this habit of uh, uh, controlling money and that is something which I'm very passionate about and I also feel like a lot of uh, money mindset coaches who especially the ones on the online space, they don't talk about this part that, you know, like, yes, it is good to set an intention. Yes, it is good to work on your beliefs, but mm. 
you have to start with where you are now. And of course, then you have to take action. You, uh, uh, If you're in business, you have to make, you have to take steps to grow your business. And if you're in a job, you have to like, you know, if you're not happy with what you're earning, ask for promotion, look for a different job. If you're, if you're, in, if your contract allows, uh, you know, uh, do a second job or create a side hustle. Uh, so these are the basically things which I uh, work with them. And that's a process I take them through. My goal by end of working with them is to ensure that they have an empowering relationship with money and a relationship which is balanced. Not everyone wants to have a 10,000 pounds month income or mm. be a millionaire in their life. What is a balanced approach for them or or if you might if I may use that word what is abundance to them differs from everyone mm -hmm. so it is also about getting very clear that how much money you want and why do you want it mm -hmm. because you, you may have just seen an online space so everyone's talking about having 10k months so I'll aim for it but you're not hitting them because deep down actually you don't want that you uh, and that is what's stopping you it's about living the best life that we want to live and that mm -hmm. we can live and uh, working on that assumption. For example, one of my clients, um, sh she worked full time and she had started uh, a side business because her goal was this, that she wanted to have earn enough from a side business so that she can work part time and she could basically volunteer with the local rescue organization mm -hmm. twice a week. And that was her goal. She didn't want it to be um have a hundred k a year income. She just wanted enough to basically uh, ensure that she matches what she's earning working full time on, maybe a bit more for a little bit comfort, mm -hmm. so that she can give back to her community. Mm. It's a lovely goal, isn't it? I um wanted to come back around a little bit to subconscious beliefs. Um, because as you said, the empowerment there of being able to recognize and change beliefs um, is such a big key, I think, here. Uh, because I often say as well, when there's a big challenge, it's a real motivation for transformation as well. I'm sure there's people who come to you who don't have something um, compelling them and they just want to change. But often people are pushed into change, which is a perfect time to actually uh, look at these look at these subconscious beliefs. And instead of making decisions from a knee a knee-jerk reaction pattern that they've had in the past, um, how do they actually start being conscious enough to pull themselves up? when they're in the thick of it, because it comes down to, you know, really stressful times, how do they stop themselves from making a subconscious knee-jerk reaction and actually start putting into place some better decision-making once they're working on changing their beliefs? Yeah, that's a great question. And of course, it first it starts by finding what the pattern is. So when mm. do you have reaction so mm -hmm. it could be the fact that when you are stressed that suddenly you you react in a certain way mm -hmm. or um it may be the fact that uh, impulse control mm -hmm. sometimes that uh, you want to feel that uh, momentary sense of uh, pleasure because you just like oh if i just go and buy this online mm -hmm. i'll feel good and 
the reason behind that is this that there is a deep sense deep sense of uh, sadness or mm-hmm. self esteem issues and that's what you are trying to cover by spending money mm-hmm. so there's all the first thing of course is to find what the pattern is what is the trigger and how mm-hmm. do how do people uh, react to it mm-hmm. and then once you have found that pattern and that trigger it's it's about a, a, a it's about learning how to when you become that oh i am behaving in the same way mm-hmm. then you take a step back and you uh, decide okay now i will react in a different way to the situation than what it was i will get more information and of course getting information getting the right information mm-hmm. i would say the word right information is a very important thing that oh instead of re- instead of reacting like this what the information was given to me this i can react like that mm-hmm. so i'll uh, come to i'll um, take that action and uh, i really believe that in my life that whatever you believe in uh, god universe subconscious mm-hmm. you keep going through the same situations in life until mm-hmm. you teach yourself to react differently to them it's yeah. almost as if like and it, it's not only in money it's in mm-hmm. anything life yeah. that life will give us the same situations again and again until we learn to break them and have and react to them in a different way mm. and once you do that the pattern of it obviously breaks and it changes and also if the same situation happens again you have the tools to act in a more empowered way and you're not controlled by that trigger you're not controlled by that stimulus you're coming from a empowered uh, place where you are in control of your actions Mm. of course we can't control everything that happens in our life but we can control how we react to them one of my favorite uh, affirmations uh, or reminders i give to my clients and also to myself often yes. uh, is uh, i'm a master of my mind not a victim of my thoughts is just realizing that these are just thoughts that i have to react like this mm. it's just but there's a part of you which is in control and with the right information and the right tools you can control what you are thinking and once you start controlling what you are thinking you control how you act because your thoughts results in your actions mm. wonderful and i guess as you were saying before um building an evidence journal of that it is actually rewarding too so it's not only um because you were using examples of having more money coming in here and there or people paying for things for you but it's also about recognizing today I recognized that I was going to react that way and I was able to pull myself up and didn't and I gave myself permission to have the time or to find the information or to do whatever needed to do to make to break that pattern and make a different decision even just then rewarding yourself and um and i guess the evidence journal is a way of building up the yeah. fact the the trust that you are doing that isn't it exactly and and what you have said jackie is so true it's the evidence journal like it it not only works for things like of course that money is coming in or whatever your money belief is it is also about the fact acknowledging that today i reacted in a different way to a similar mm-hmm. situation which i would have reacted and it can also be something like, like the fact that uh, 
like you know we all have moments like this where we get overwhelmed by the thoughts of oh my god where how will i pay my next mortgage or how will i pay my rent or what will happen especially in this economy oh my god what if i like lose my job in a year what will happen uh, then uh, and uh, it is also like reminding yourself exactly what you said that i took a step back and i controlled my thoughts and i i controlled my thoughts to in a in a different direction where i where i wanted them to be rather than just acting to this stimuli which mm. i had and uh, that is to me the most empowering way of writing evidence because you are telling yourself that i am in control of my thoughts i am because often when you see and i'm sure it's the same thing with legal issues which i tell which i deal with my clients that people go like i'm overwhelmed by worry i'm overwhelmed by stress like i i get this moments of panic because of this issue but it's just like taking a step back and that's where the real empowerment comes right that mm. you know that there is a situation but you told yourself that i will react to it differently mm. and when you make that internal change of course the external reality has to change in some way and i and in a better way yeah yeah absolutely and you and as you say you you start building the trust and you start having more of a sense of control as well um now you've spoken to us about having the more awareness particularly around the patterns and um keeping an evidence journal what are other, some other little skills that we could build to help uh i suppose in those stressful moments to help break the patterns what else do you go through or even what do you do yourself yes so i think one of the biggest uh, uh, thing is uh something which i'm very very passionate about is don't resist the emotion because mm. this you know when this emotional stress which we feel and i must say i'm quite bad with that because uh, i and that was a lot of work and i'm still a work in progress because uh, i came up from a family where i was told and that uh, you keep a stiff upper lip <laughs> very british that and you get on with things you don't cry you don't mm. like you know you don't show anger mm. and one way of doing that was to not feel because when you're feeling something you know you your body will react you might cry and Uh, things like this will happen so but what i tell my clients is this that feel it in your body so you don't resist the emotion so that sense of uh, emotional exhaustion which people are feeling is because there's a very strong emotion which you are trying to which is trying to express itself and you are rejecting it and what you do is you close your eyes and just feel where it is in your body you don't have to feel it in your head you feel it because every emotion is stuck somewhere in our body so you take a deep breath and you feel where it is in your body and sit with it feel it i promise you after a couple of minutes you will feel better you may some if it's a very deep emotion you may have some tears or something but you will feel better because you have felt that emotion in a and don't like judge that emotion you because you have felt that emotion in a very non judgmental way where it is in your feeling and that sense of release will come so i always tell them that uh, feel what is to be what is there to be felt because otherwise again this emotion will keep trying to express itself because you're not letting it express it has a voice so that that's one exercise i always tell my clients to do it mm-hmm. and um, of course like it really depends how frequently you have to do it and how long you will have to feel it depends on 
how deep that emotion is. If it is something that someone was just rude at work with to you, mm-hmm. or there was like, you just got a credit card bill, it will go away. But if it's more deep rooted uh, coming from something which happened in your childhood or, or something much more serious, of course, it will take time. The second part is what I always tell them is uh, uh, do something physical. Uh, do uh, go out for a walk. If nothing, if you can't go out for a walk, just jump, do a few junk, jumping jacks mm-hmm. in your home. Because the reason behind that, again, is uh, scientific. Because when we are stressed, our body goes in a fight or flight mode. And uh, we need, to, and that is, that re- uh, releases hormones and chemicals in our body, which is fueling that stress because our body thinks that we are uh, under attack, we are under stress. So once you uh, change that, you, you, you change that uh, pattern in that moment and you take the attention from your brain into, into your body and start doing anything, like which basically moving your body, that uh, thing from your brain, which is telling your body that this is fight or flight mode, basically that stops happening. And you automatically like, you know, you uh, come and uh, you automatically will feel more calm down. So there was a reason I really feel when, our, when all our grandmothers used to tell us that uh, when you get like an angry call or an angry letter, go and take a walk out or when you're having an angry conversation rather than replying immediately because there's science yeah. behind it because you are actually uh, stopping your body to, from going into that fight and uh, flight mode. That is the uh, other thing I always tell my clients will really, really help. Uh, with mm. some beliefs, you can also do tappings and NFT. That is something mm. uh, I often find very helpful, especially with long-standing beliefs. Um, you, of course, can go to like a tapping or NFT specialist, but there are a lot of videos and all in YouTube which can tell you basic one. Like, you know, you, you can learn yourself how to do that. Uh, other thing which I always tell them, is breathe that Mm -hmm. is I find it so powerful Mm -hmm. so when we're in a very stressful situation um, tell yourself that you will take a breathe in for seven counts hold it for seven and release it for seven do it for a minute you will automatically feel more relaxed and calm because again the what is happening in your body again is quite similar to the physical exercise you have taken that tension away, you have regulated your breathing, your body is now feeling that it's not in the fight and the flight mode. And then things like meditation also really help Mm. uh, because then meditation generally uh, helps over long term uh, because again, it's doing what we discussed earlier. It is uh, telling you to take, not to be so attached to your thoughts, take a step back and, you know, react differently rather than having a knee-jerk reaction. And then of course, like, if it is something uh, which you feel is very overwhelming and all of these things are not working, then you uh, then please go and get help from a specialist who can help you, uh, someone who who specializes in uh, mental health. Uh, I really feel that uh, mental health is just like your physical health. There's no, there shouldn't be any shame or hesitancy. Like the way if you are not feeling, if I'm not feeling well and I go to my GP. Similarly, if you are feeling that there is something which is really bothering you. You sh- there should be no uh, uh, hesitancy in going to someone who can help you with that. It's just like a body, like, you know, a, a brain. We need to take care of our mental well-being just the way we take care of our physical well-being. Yes, such great advice. Really fantastic. Um, 
calling on the supports around us that we need, but then also starting to build our own self-regulation um, and the self-regulation then builds our empowerment. And it's it's just so great that you, you know, you're able to take people through with that money mindset. And it does, it's parallels really well with people going through a legal challenge and yeah, learning the lessons that keep repeating in their lives and the lessons get bigger and bigger and bigger until they actually learn it. Um, exactly. so <laughs> hopefully we can learn the lessons when they're smaller, which will be lovely. Uh, so Samira, um, thank you so much for sharing um, all your wisdom with us. Can you let people know where they can find you online, where they can listen to you, how they can work with you? Yes. So uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram at in.her.successfulshoes and you can always email me at samira at samirasingcoach.com. I reply the same day, usually unless I'm traveling. And um, uh, what... You can where you can find me. I have a podcast called In Her Successful Shoes. Where I also had the honor of having amazing Jackie as a guest. Uh, which so you can find me there. Please have a look at it. Uh, it is uh, it is based a lot on uh, speaking to different experts in different fields, and also it's I do uh, I put out a lot of content on how you can work on your uh, money mindset. I'll share the links with Jackie, and I'm sure she will love to share them. Absolutely. We'll put them all in the show notes. So please check out Samira on Instagram because it is a fantastic page with a lot of resources there and uh, the podcast, which is super fun. So again, thank you so much for your time. It has been brilliant and, and your wisdom has been so well received. And thank you, Jackie, for having me. I'm so much honored to be here. I hope you really enjoyed that episode about power with Samira Singh. Some of the takeaways for me were certainly um, how to break patterns in our behaviour, how to um, stop that subconscious knee-jerk reaction and actually consciously create a different experience for ourselves. Um, so self-regulating, um, dealing with the stressed brain, and not resisting emotion, but actually feel it. But once you feel it, it actually processes quicker and goes. And how similar a lot of the blocks and beliefs that we have uh, that Sam talks about with money with her clients also apply to legal challenges as well. But of course, legal challenges can create another sense of urgency and stress. Although so can um, being chased for debt. Uh, so a lot of similarities there and as we start changing and becoming uh, this new person to actually keep an evidence journal of that I thought was very powerful um, and Sam saying master be a master of your mind not a victim of your thoughts very powerful if you do want more power in your life then consider joining Legally Wise Women's Wisdom Suite $79 a month with no ongoing commitment and for that you get the support of fortnightly Q&As on Zoom with me so you can pre-submit questions and I'll answer them you can come along live and I'll answer your questions and replays are available if you can't attend live we do a wisdom once a month with a monthly uh, women's circle again on Zoom and that's where we actually interact more with like-minded women and we do a lot of intention setting we do a power monthly check-in on Zoom as well. So that's four sessions on Zoom a month, which is pretty much once a week. 
We also do some skill building, so twice, twice weekly short videos and other curated information. And it all goes in an online portal, which you also have an app for on your phone. There's bonuses, downloadable templates with videos explaining how to use these templates. They're all in Word version and most of them are business ones, but by request I can put in whatever you like. You get access to the courses I've created, Legal Business Basics, How to Find and Hire the Right Lawyer and How to Negotiate for What You Want, as well as the video recordings of this podcast and other exclusive workshop recordings that I do along the way as well. I really hope to see you there so you can get the power, support, skill and wisdom that you need with whatever challenge you're facing.